Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 18, Hollywood Babylon. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. I went to work today. I had both jobs. I had my manager shift at the store, so I, but I had my job at the college before that. And pretty uneventful day. Was supposed to, and will on uh, Friday, do a that student documentary film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. You mentioned that to me. Yeah. And I asked you if it was like a weird, like, artsy student yeah, film. No. But so I'm participating. I'm being featured in a little student documentary. Someone reached out to me on Instagram. I was like, hi, I'm a, I'm a student here and doing this thing for my production in documentary class. And uh, we're filming artists and artisans in the North Country, like in the Adirondacks and Plattsburgh. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, they're like, the thing is they want to film in like my studio space. <laughs> and I'm like, you mean my tiny apartment? <laughs> you mean my living room? You mean like, my living room where like, I do my work or the bedroom? No. So <laughs> like, we want to interview your cats. All right. I was going to say, like, you got Stephen lying down in the background. We got well, the cats just well, jumping all over. The cats, that's fine, because those are your studio assistants. That's they what I'm are. saying. I was going to... My niece and I nephew. Was yes. <laughs> we got to interview them and see what their takes on this I was are. trying to find the words for, like, assistant, but it yes. was... Yeah, they're like, do you have any assistants? And you're like, mm, Like, Yes, I have two of... assistants employed uh, in for my, my small business, my, my art practice. They are paid with room and board. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> they don't do... <laughs> one has freeloaders. One has gray hair. The other is a ginger. No, um, it's kind of blonde. Kind of strawberry blonde. Straw. Yes, <laughs> strawberry blonde. And, strawberry uh, blonde hair all over, all, all, over all over his body. All over his body. All over his body. <laughs> and yeah, they walk in and they're like, "Okay, uh, can you speak into the mic?" And they're just like, Plato <laughs> <laughs> would do a silent meow where he would make no noise into the mic and just yeah, just, just do the just, face. Just, just or do the, the very, very high pitch like, <laughs> and Misty <laughs> is doing her grandma, <laughs> her like, yeah, her very grandma meow when she wants to be pet while she so eats. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I was at the store doing my manager shift and then uh, ran into Bridget at chapter one, local coffee shop. Has anyone ever tried to come into the store while you're doing your manager shift? Yes. Yeah, I see you in there. Yeah, yeah. There have been some people like that, or they're not like asking, like, or like obviously like trying to get in and like you're in there, you know. Or, yeah. When they when they see me, I'm usually like, oh, we're we're closed, you know. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, we're closed. Like, not today, you know. Or like uh, trying to gesture that through the window. Like they're like, oh, okay, I get it, you know. Or they'll like be looking at our sign, like to see the hours and be like, oh, I get oh. it, you know. But. But there are some people who are very confused because they see me in the store and then they see the sign says closed and then the door is locked. And they're like, but that makes no sense because she's in there. (laughs) But there's somebody in there. I can see you. I can see you. (laughs) You're not hiding. I've, I've had, uh, when I worked at the uh, salad and smoothie bar, mm-hmm. we had a couple of, like, I mean, we, you know, we're closing, it's night time, it's 
like nine o'clock at night. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and there are were a number of bars in the area, so uh, people are swinging by at like nine fifteen, and they're like, "I want a burrito." <laughs> I'm like, "You gotta go somewhere else for that, bud." <laughs> Not here. <laughs> the rice is in the trash now. <laughs> Can't help you. I'm like, and I'm like, "Come on, man, I need a burrito." I'm like, that's I'm I'm mopping. Yep, literally has the floor right now. No effect on me. Like Sorry. what you're doing is not gonna work. Nope. Like, why is the door locked? I just, <laughs> I've just told you. What do you think, sir? Because <laughs> I don't like you. That's why. Let me in. Let me in. Yeah. Yeah, we had, that, we had that happen a couple times. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> why are the lights off? Why is the door closed? <laughs> and why are you hiding behind the counter? <laughs> so I almost showed that one, Or I did that once, but, like, at a Dunkin', I didn't actually, like, I rolled down my window, and I'm like, this, like, this looks broken. Or like there was like yeah. wires sticking out of the thing, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I like because I did not look in the building. I just drove through, drove around. I was mm-hmm. like, look at what I want. Started to talk, and I'm like, this broke. broken. <laughs> so I like roll up, and I'm like looking in, th- in the thing, and there's like people working in there, and they kind of like, they made eye contact with me. I'm like, ah, I drove away. <laughs> 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 never, mind. never mind I didn't make that mistake <laughs> like recently like or like a yeah like while no, a couple ago. months ago maybe a couple months ago so it was pretty recently because for a while it wasn't there anymore Okay. It was just like, they, cause they knocked it down. Oh, okay. And this looks like it was new and like being installed. Okay. And Maybe. like, cause I was gonna say, either it's a ghost building. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this, a ghost this building. This Dunkin' Donuts has been closed for 40 years. <laughs> situation. John, that bathroom's been closed for 40 years. Whoa! Whoa! Maybe they were like they hadn't gotten to the thing yet. If like if they're just still like trying to install things or whatever. Yeah, like, they didn't get to the drive-through portion or, like, of them. Weren't actually yet. weren't actually open. No, yet. no, they were not open. <laughs> yes. And they had like some workers like yeah, um, no, right, like it, like it, some setting food. everything up. Yeah, yeah. like if if they're so or doing training. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you pulled up and you're like, oh, I, I was waiting for them to say like, hi, Dunkin' Donuts, how can I help you or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like I wasn't talking, but I'm like, like they're not saying anything. And I'm like, like, this looks broken. Yeah, not even. Oh, please hold, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just like sitting there, I'm like, huh. Can I get an oat milk latte? Yeah. <laughs> you get a spicy applesauce combo. <laughs> what, what we don't have applesauce. <laughs> um, my co-teacher is a really forward-thinking person. Right. She, you know, has her, she plans, you know, three, four months out for not just lesson planning, but like, like events and things. So we are... We're like at least two months out from Mother's Day, I think. We're we're making Mother's Day presents right now. Yeah. For um for the class to give their moms. We are painting terracotta flower pots. <laughs> That's so cute. Um we're doing like little like like little like flower like little painted flowers and Aww. suns and hearts and stuff. It's very cute, at least so far, because we I started with the kids who I knew were gonna listen to what I was telling them to do. <laughs> there are a couple on the bottom of the list. I'm just like, oh my god. Because it's it's not the regular washable paint, it's acrylic. And I'm oh, like boy. you're gonna get this all over you. Because and I'm just using these little bits of like just like a little bit of paint on the plate. Because like, like we could have used the regular like the washable kids 
what is it, the temp- tempera? Yeah, tempera. Tempera paint. But if it's going in a flower pot, it'll yeah. probably wash off. Yeah. Or and it gets, sometimes when it dries on different surfaces, it gets it's this like weird, like, crackled. Crackled. And then it'll flake off. Yeah. And that's, we didn't want that to happen. The acrylic seems to be working fine. Yeah. But it's, and I explained to them as they're sitting down, like, this is real big kid paint. This is the real stuff. Give some quails. No. <laughs> oh my god. Do not make me a painting. <laughs> We use we do use watercolor. Oh yeah, yeah but that's water based. Yes, it is. And the like the tempera, the the washable yeah. tempera. I've got I do I've got jeans that have like a big slash of red across them because some kid ran past me with a paintbrush yep. <laughs> and it hasn't come out. Yeah. So it's the, but this is the, this is acrylic. It's craft paint. Yeah, but, but it's, it's still, still acrylic. acrylic, and so I'm like, we're little. We're using a very little amount on the end of the paintbrush. I put the paint on the paintbrush, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm holding the pot so you can follow the lines that I drew for you. Aww. Kids, so far, because I picked the kids who I knew would listen. <laughs> it's been great. Aww. There's a couple kids coming up. <laughs> Hawaii. Hmm. <laughs> 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 They're probably not going to be able to do the designs. They're probably going to... We're probably going to say, like... Abstract. <laughs> abstract, or we're going to do stripes. Yeah. We're going to do, like... Dots. Dots, and then, like, one color around the rim. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you're good. Yeah. And somehow it will still end up all over me, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be in a film. That's what I was thinking. You are going to be in a film. <laughs> Speaking of films in the film... The film Industry... industry. <laughs> The film industry. <laughs> and uh, Patricia's breakout role in, yeah. the, in that industry. Yes, yes, yes. Let's jump into today's episode, season two, episode 18, Hollywood Babylon. Our writer today, Ben Edlund, one of our major writers. I thought you were going to say Ben Affleck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Our writer today, Ben Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Incredible. A real change of pace. (laughs) No, Ben Edlund, uh, one of our major writers, will be with us for quite some time. We know him. He wrote... Simon Said and Night Shifter. Oh, okay. Cool. When we really liked Night Shifter. Yeah. That was the bank robbery. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Simon Said was the one with the twin brother. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um... Can I have it? Can I have it? (laughs) (laughs) Can I I have it? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. He wrote Night Shifter. And this. And this. (laughs) That's different. (laughs) Directed by Phil... Sigriccia. Sigriccia. Maybe. Who is a director who has been with us and will continue to be with us. We know his directorial work from Night Shifter. He, oh, cool. he also directed okay. Night so Shifter. Other than that. Mm-hmm. Also, well directed. Yeah. yeah. So, like that, also directed Nightmare. Okay. And Provenance. Okay, which we liked. And the one with the clown, <laughs> which I think had some weird decisions. Yeah. But not the worst direction. I think, yeah. I think it had some in- interesting, interesting, interesting different, different, different direction choices. So, the weird writing in that one, I think, was that, the issue. <laughs> yeah, the writing was the issue in that one. But, but directed Night Shifter with Ben Edlund. So, cool. As a writer. So, interesting that they've now moved to this episode. Very yeah. different kind of subject matter. <laughs> Very different. We have a cold open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no intro again. We got a creaky swing. It's nighttime. <laughs> a young woman in a very mid-2000s top. <laughs> the 
yeah, it's, a, it's the like kind of cat sleeve pink, like this light pink with like lace at the neckline, like a V neck or like sweetheart neckline. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and the um it, that comes down to like barely. It's cover. like almost cropped, but almost normal length, barely covering the midriff, and then low rise jeans. Mm-hmm. So it's like just brushing, and there's this like little tiny gap of skin. It's a very specific look. <laughs> She's calling out for a couple people, Mitch and Ashley. We see a hand come into frame, grab her shoulder. She screams, spins frantically. This guy, Brody, is there and he tells her that he tells her, Wendy. So we've introduced these two characters right away that Ashley and Todd, another character, (laughs) are dead. Wendy, they're dead. (laughs) Brody, put it together. Brody wants to leave. Smart. Wendy wants to stay. Less smart. She wants to find her sister. Right, which is like, is that one of the characters that we've just mentioned? We don't know. I don't know. There's There's a lot of stuff happening right here. He takes off, leaving her. She gets off a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. We see a point of view. She's like sort of like like looking around. We, a point of view shot comes up behind her. She spins and screams kind of weirdly. She at first she starts. <laughs> 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 she kind of clears her throat. Camera cuts around to over her shoulder, and we see there is a cameraman doing the POV. Mm-hmm. I had suspected this. Her scream trails off into the camera with a, with the cleared throat. A director from from off the set calls cut. cut. It was a movie they are making. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. It's not real. <laughs> and the director's like, "What the hell was that?" Like about her scream. Mm-hmm. They uh, strike the scene. Uh, she groans and walks frustrated away from the cameraman. Walter. Yeah. Gives yeah. her a sample, which is very obviously a sample. It's yes. a pink, and it's a pink I, like lemonade. Yeah, I looked yeah. it up. I was, cause I was like, I was like, which flavor is pink? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, I was it like, is. pink Snapple. <laughs> <laughs> which I knew people who drank a lot of Snapple in college, but I haven't seen people drinking Snapple lately. No, I think I, it was like a dad very, and I like, drink. It was an era of like drink. Dad yeah. and I drink Snapple at the Cape all the time. Well, that's like a very like beachy thing too. Yeah, I like. I don't know. Maybe is it's a regional. It might be. It might be a regional thing. I don't know. Email us and let us know. Do you drink Snapple? <laughs> do, do people still drink Snapple? Uh, do we still have Snapple facts? Are you outraged by the new uh, packaging of Snapple? It's different. It's plastic. It's not oh. the glass bottles anymore? No, they've changed it twice now. They changed it to plastic, and then they changed the logo now. What? It's oh my God. awful. We're, Everyone we're never, is we're never, outraged. We're never getting that Snapple sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> no. But they did make the bottles know. bigger. I don't even know if we can drink. Can we drink Snapple? Is it gluten-free? Yeah, I think so. Are you sure? Okay. <laughs> I would like to think so because I like Snapple. <laughs> That's not how gluten works. <laughs> you can't get rid of gluten with the power of the think system. The power <laughs> of, your of mind. my mind. La di da di da di da di da. La di da. La di da. That's it. I um, like it, so that's <laughs> no. So the director goes up to our leading lady and is like, "It's all good, Tara. Let's do it again." And he's like, "Maybe dial up that scream this time." She's like, "I know, I know. I'm just having trouble with uh, the tennis ball." And this is a a thing I've heard yeah. that actors do have trouble acting to not real yeah. like the the thing that they're just going to add in post yeah so the so the director calls over like the uh 
like a PA with like a binder of concept art. Mm -hmm. And the general concept of the monster is very like Ghost Rider. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's just like a flame skull guy. And Tara's like, nah, I don't need to whatever. And she's like, I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. And he's like, oh, I know you will. Pumpkin. Yeah. He touches her chin. Okay. So they call for a, a ten minute reload for camera and sound, and she Tara heads off to like the chairs at the at the side of the set to wait for the for the reload. Our uh, other <laughs> the other actor we've seen yes. is already sitting there, and some set guy yeah. like, uh, like I get, he's sitting there and he's like I don't know man I get weird vibes from this place yeah, he's just winding a cable yep, yep. <laughs> just doing set things like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you working alone behind these sets after rap I catch this weird vibe sometimes like something's watching and the male co-star is like come on like this guy is just nuts you know whatever and He's like, no, working on a movie like this? Weird stuff's bound to happen. This guy, Frank, we introduce him as Frank, thinks the stage is haunted, like, for real. Yeah, and Frank says, all I'm saying is when they call rap and I get done, I get out of here and fast. So he, and he leaves. And to explain that, the, the male co-star is like, he's definitely off his meds. And I'm like, Which oh, great. Like, um, great. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke we're making there. Yep. Cool. Our next bit, we see Tara. She's off by herself. Somewhere on the soundstage, of, which is the fake forest situation, she is practicing the the lead up to the scream and is just like not getting it. But she overhears like a groan and a gasp off in the fake foliage and she wanders off to investigate and like, you know, with, you know, like, come on guys, this isn't funny. And she keeps going deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper into the fake into forest, the set, which, which is, will end at a which wall. Will end. <laughs> and does. It ends at the scaffolding at the wall. And a hat drops to the ground beside her. And she looks up. <gasps> they never look up. Yeah, right. Sees a ghost standing over the dead or dying body of Frank. He's the guy from before. The guy who was winding the wires and said this place is definitely... The guy who was definitely- off his <laughs> mat. <laughs> He's all tangled up in wires in the top corner of the set. The ghost behind him vanishes... Tara sees this, screams for real, and the director, somewhere else on set, hears her. <laughs> now that's what I'm talking about! <laughs> and we go to theme. It's daytime. Daytime! We are on, like, a movie lot. A tour. A tour tour of a movie lot. In, yeah, so they don't tell us where we are, but we assume it is this, it is a movie lot in LA. 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 Thank you. LA. There's a little buggy, a little uh, bus <laughs> with no sides, driving through, and woman over the PA system. Dean is on the bus, looking around in awe. <laughs> Dean's sitting next to uh, this, like, kid. He's eating ice cream. And as, the, you know, the lady's, you know, doing the tour thing over the loudspeaker, and Dean leans over to the kid. Hey, did you know this is where they film Creepshow? The kid, completely unimpressed. Just, she, just she looks back over at him. And I'm like... What? what the fuck? Like, like holding his ice cream and yeah. his ice cream cone in one hand, like... Excuse me? <laughs> Dean is very excited to be doing this. The guide brings up that they're about to see the the set for Stars, Stars Hollow, <laughs> which is the setting for the TV show Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Zoom in on Sam's face. He looks so nervous right now. Yep. He's like... Uh, 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 we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, and if we're lucky, we might even catch one of the show's stars. He's like, oh shit. He goes up, come on. 
He's very uncomfortable. I am very uncomfortable with the energy that we've created in the studio today. And jumps out. So I have a scenario. Sam is Dean from Gilmore Girls, of course. Well, yes. But, like... In Supernatural? In Supernatural. During the time that he went to pre-law, mm-hmm. he actually was auditioning and got the role for Dean and Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and... Okay. Okay. I mean, his... his uh, He was on... I'm trying to think of for how long he was on the show. It wasn't for that long, and then he came back later, then, but... Because then he left the show. Yeah. So that could technically... Technically could work with Supernatural timeline. <laughs> and he just made up the name... <laughs> Name Jared Padalecki. It's like this is a stupid name. Yeah, this yeah. is a really stupid name. It's an interesting theory. I've not really heard many people like discussing like the meta narrative around this, other than other than it just being like a, a, a joke, goo. a dumb yeah. joke. Yeah, because then he's They're, like, "Come on, we gotta go. You gotta go." He's like, "I'll be found out." <laughs> the, this is a, a fine headcanon to have, I suppose. I don't think it actually works, but <laughs> I like it though. That's okay. Kind of silly that he his acting was his day job. <laughs> When he was in pre-law? No, he went I'm to Stanford. Saying, I'm saying that's like far that's enough. Like, he didn't go to, I'm saying he didn't go to Where's 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 Stanford? I'm saying he didn't go to school. He just didn't go to school at all. I don't think that there I think we're starting to see, we're, the boat is leaking. I'm saying we have I'm saying he instead of going to pre-law, he went and did auditions for Gilmore Girls. I, I he was nope. Because <laughs> there is a version of this show in which he does that, but I yeah. don't think it's this. Version. I don't think it's this. I don't think it's this universe. I think it's another universe. It could have happened in another universe, and at some point we maybe there. Okay, like okay, so it happened in a different universe, and now he's hearing like echoes of that and is like very concerned about like his vibes like see like a crossover of the veil mm. and he, he's like I'm, I'm sensing this, this other we're, we're universe gonna, we're gonna get some mirror universe situation maybe yeah, so, uh, other, other Sam's gonna show up wearing tinfoil <laughs> yeah. yeah or he's like he yeah maybe maybe he's like I literally he's like I don't want to bump into myself right now mm-hmm. that's yeah no it's other Sam he wears tinfoil and a goatee <laughs> Which, I mean, this is great, because eventually we will establish that there are other universes. Yeah. So multiple, it's possible. Multiple. It's possible. The, in a series of steps, we establish and then sort of reestablish and then open it up to more. We you know, establish that there is at least one parallel universe. <laughs> we establish that there is uh, an alternate future situation. Mm-hmm. We establish that there is another universe at some point. We establish that there's multiple other universes. We establish that there may be many, periodically, like throughout the show, um, we establish these other universes. And the way it's sort of done, it's sort of like, well, they've kind of made it so that all universes are open to sup- interacting with supernatural in some respect. Yeah. So every headcanon is right, kind of, in some universe. Yep. <laughs> there is a universe where that's right. And and the way that they establish this in canon is, like, ends up being like, well, everything's right. <laughs> Basically, it's um, all right. <laughs> basically, it's all correct. Sort of. <laughs> so, sure, there's probably a universe where Sam is Dean on Gilmore Girls and made up the actor named Jared Padalecki because he thought it was stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So, Sam ditches the tour, makes Dean come with him, and they just take off into the lot. No one's right. No one no stops, stops them. No one stops them. No one says anything. No one asks to check IDs. Yeah, or like your badge for, or like, which I can't. Your lanyard for. I can't imagine that. That's allowed. No, this whole episode, may, you have to suspend your disbelief on that front because, like, nobody asks them what they're doing there. No, no. ever. 
I mean, later into the episode, when Dean's all, like... He's got, like, walkie yeah. and, like, headset and everything. I think, like, I think that's more reasonable. Yeah, he but looks then, apart, but Sam is still no, just wandering, no, around. wandering around. They have this little exchange where Dean's like, hey, that's Matt Damon. And Sam's like, no, it's not. And he's like, yeah, it is. And he's like, no, it's not. He's <laughs> He just picked up a broom and started sweeping. <laughs> that's not Matt Damon. <laughs> and, and Dean's like, yeah, he's probably researching for a role or something. And Sam's like, I don't think so. I don't, no, I don't think so. But Dean, no. So they're like, this way, I think stage nine's over here. We So... And now we know, like, okay, they're not just here to look around. They are here on a case, which is annoying to Dean because he says he did want to come here just for vacation. Specifically, he wanted to give Sam a break after the whole Madison situation. Yeah. Which, which is, is very, it's briefly brought up here mm-hmm. and then not again. And never, <laughs> never again. I, I, I don't think Oops. ever again. <laughs> and Sam's like, yeah, I'll feel better if I can just work. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, okay, I would rather sit on the beach, but you know. <laughs> and then Sam's got to get in line about the weather. Being not beach weather, but ca- but but Canadian. Yep. And we see in the background, it is not palm trees. It is pine trees. <laughs> because they are not filming in, in California. Yeah, California. Yep. They're not in LA. They're in Canada. In the Pacific Northwest. So where being... it is not beach weather. So they're being meta? Yes. Yeah. This whole this, ep- episode. this whole episode is like is very tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Jared Padalecki was on Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh, we were in Canada. We in Canada. This is how stupid directors are. It's all all of it is very tongue-in-cheek. And I don't we'll get there. We get there when we get there. They're walking on their way, and uh, Dean's like, okay. Like, you're talking about the case. He's like, so this crew guy, he died on set. And Sam is like, rumors are spreading online, saying it's the set's haunted. And Dean's like, like poltergeist? And Sam's like, no, it could be a poltergeist. And Dean's like, no, like, the movie. And he's like, so, uh, and he explains about that, um, it was rumored that the set of Poltergeist was cursed, that they used real human bones as props, uh, that at least three actors died. I don't know about the bones thing, but there were a number of deaths in connection with Poltergeist, and that that was a rumor that sort of sensationalized thing, that it was, like, working on Poltergeist is, will curse you. Yeah. Look at all these people who died before, during, after. (laughs) (laughs) So we learn that the crew guy, his name was Frank Jaffe. Dean asks if uh, he got, if Sam got the coroner's report or the death certificate. And Sam's like, well, you know, it's L.A. 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 So it might not even be his real name, but uh, the girl who found the dead guy, Frank, uh, said that she saw something like a vanishing figure. And Dean asks what the girl's name was. And Sam says, Tara Benchley. And And Dean recognizes her name. Yeah. He's like, whoa, whoa. Like from fear.com and ghost ship <laughs> he is a fan of her work and he is suddenly on board with this project <laughs> and sam's like really really dean you're a fan of her work i'm just a big fan of her work it's very good <laughs> and he walks away sam follows him inside on the set we may have met a new character we have <laughs> yeah we got gary cole has been in many things but we know him from office space from office space yeah if you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. And he's playing essentially the same character here. Mm-hmm. He's a boss. He's he's playing, yeah, a uh, like a mid-level manager boss. 
type of guy. This time he gets a suit. He does have a suit here, here, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he is a suit. Yeah. Like, he's from, like, the studio. He's he's here to cause problems. <laughs> yes. Cause production problems. He's here to be annoying, and because he's representing the studio's, like, financial interests. So, he's, he's here being annoying. <laughs> no, look, don't get me wrong. Everyone at the studio loves dailies. Dailies. Not enough included. We were just wondering, you know, if it could be a little brighter. Yeah, uh, Jay, this other guy, yeah, says like brighter. He's like, yeah, Jay, more color, more. And they didn't, they they haven't specified like what Jay's role is. I don't know if no. they're co-directing. They're he's a producer. Oh, he's a producer. Okay. It says so in the credits. Okay, okay, he's a producer for their fake movie. Um, uh, the they guy, guy plays later, right? When he before. He yeah, I th- yes. I th- yeah, I think he's he's a yeah. You're right. He's a producer. He's like I'm a producer. Um, the other guy, Mick G. Yes, he's the director. Is a director. For a second, I thought the subtitles got it wrong, so I didn't write his name down for a while. I was like, I don't think that's right. I like, just write him as the, that is as right. as like director. director. <laughs> and th- th- this is an actor playing McGee. McGee is a real director. Really? Okay. Of, like, horror and stuff? Of lots of things. But, okay. yes, he is a real director. Ah. And he, the the real McGee is in the background of one of the scenes oh, la- later cute. on. Oh, that's cute. The guy who plays Jay, though, did you recognize him? Yes. And I don't know why. That 70s show. Yes! Yeah, he's, oh my god! He's, he's, he's uh, the dad! Uh, uh, he's the neighbor's other dad. neighbor's dad. Yeah, he's the neighbor's dad. Uh, Donna's Donna's dad. Yes. What is this? A crossover episode? Which at this point had like just ended. I can see. I, I was like, I know his face, but his hair is different. Yes, it was because <laughs> he was like a fro. Yes, that yeah. which had ended very recently. Okay, so he was like a known that guy. Yes, he was a that guy at, at this point. <laughs> at this point. So, uh, Brad, our suit man. Yes. He, soup man. Or soup man. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a soup, soup man. He is <laughs> not soup. I'm at soup. What do you mean you're at soup? I mean I'm at soup. What store are you in? I'm at the soup store. Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? Fuck you. <laughs> suit. Suit. Suit guy. <laughs> suit guy with the Bluetooth in the ear. Yeah. Which is how you know he's an asshole. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, Jay, more color. And then to the director, Mick G. You know what I mean? You're the master at this stuff. And McGee is like, Brad, this is a horror movie. (laughs) What do you mean make it brighter? (laughs) And yeah, Brad's like, who says horror has to be dark? It's just, it's all sort of depressing, you think? And he looks up and sees Sam and Dean just like standing there. Yeah, like they squeezed under the door as it shut and like like, just wandered into set and they're just standing there. Like you saw, if you were closing that door and you saw two guys just go under, like, um, like, um, uh, um, excuse um, me, get out of here. Or not. Or just like, like, same shit as all. <laughs> like same shit. Like, like, like yeah, someone will stop them. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Or you'd be like, Do they're you- new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Be. Who knows? They're new. I don't care. I've got stuff to do. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the food at the food bar. Craft services. That sounds, that's what that's called. It sounds mm-hmm. so nice. We can't eat public food ever again. You cannot. <laughs> and I think it's going to be quite some time before culture in general yeah. is <laughs> eating public, public food. I don't yeah. want to eat food that people put their grubby little fingers on. Yep. It just seems like dangerous. It does. <laughs> yeah. But that food that Dean, oh my god, the food that Dean was eating. Just because he was enjoying yeah. himself, it looked. So Sam and Dean, I don't know if they had a plan. No, because they, the they, they they get under the door and then they just stop they're and just, just kinda, looking around. And they, they don't know what there. it means to be what they're pretending to be. Yeah. So when, um, 
so Brad asks. I don't even know if that was the plan. It wasn't the plan. No. It couldn't have been because they didn't know what they were doing. What? Like, they didn't know what to do. Like, what was their, what was the I'm, idea that they maybe? had? This whole episode, I was wondering that. Like, there, there what are they had doing? to have been an original plan. No. Guess there wasn't. Maybe they were like, thinking, like, going, at first they were like, they got there and they were like, oh shoot, what are we supposed to do? They were which, like, which they, they very, did not think that far ahead. They were like, which is very mode? unlike them. Yeah. They were like, maybe they were thinking to go stealth mode and then they got under there and they're like, oh shit, so many people have seen us and they're like, do we just, just in? It's, it, that's so unlike them though. Yeah. Is, is to not have a plan or something. Especially not like Sam, I don't know, and, to like go into a situation and not know what yeah. you're doing. And I mean, Dean's been doing this longer. Like yeah. the, the I mean, it just like the general rule of if you're just standing around, someone's going to notice. You, if, if yeah, you're someplace, if you're someplace you're not supposed to be, you act like you are supposed to be there. You d- don't act weird. I, like, I mean, as you say, like, act casual. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's the yeah walk with purpose it's if if you walk if you you know walk in a direction and have like the look on your face like don't talk to me i'm busy don't be suspicious 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 people will just assume you know what you're doing yeah that you're busy but they don't they just they they get under the door and then they stand there yep. for a while it and must, just sort of look around it must mm. be that they're just like oh, so this is what it's like so Oh, this is Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh. Ah, would you look at that? So Brad asks Dean to get him a smoothie from Crafty. He calls him Green Shirt Guy. Yeah, Green Shirt Guy. Is he wearing a green shirt? Yeah, yeah. Because I was it's a green, like, green button up. Okay, because I was like. I couldn't really tell in the light the way that the lighting was. Uh-huh. So I was like, is he? I was like, is he wearing a green shirt? I was like, see, if someone shouted at me, like if I was wearing like a vaguely pink shirt, and someone from across the street, a pink shirt, a pink shirt kid, I'd be like, I would just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, to look like, down like, at myself. Wearing, what am I even wearing today? I wouldn't even. I would. I would probably not even really look. I might look, but I'd be. I would be like, am I wearing? Who are they talking to? <laughs> Someone, an, a, an adult person, not a child, commented on my shirt today. Like, like, oh, I like your shirt. I was like, what am I, like, I, I, I had to look down. I'm like, what am I wearing? I always oh. forget what I'm wearing. Thank you. I also like Pokemon, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mostly wear it because kids like Pokemon. That's cute. I like Pokemon. I like Pokemon fine. It's, 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 uh, yeah, I like Pokemon. I played it. I played it. I'm not as enthusiastic. It was not it's, as big a part of my childhood growing up because we weren't allowed to have video games <laughs> at all. Or watch the TV show. Yeah. That was also forbidden. Yeah. Really? That was forbidden on Grandma's TV. Yeah. No Pokemon on Grandma's TV? Nope. Nope. Or Dragon Ball Z. Or, or SpongeBob. But... Or SpongeBob. Well, yeah. But you guys watched some Nickelodeon channel stuff. Some. some. Mostly... Dora. Dora. Dora was allowed. <laughs> Did you ever watch? <laughs> but like way past when we should, we were like any interest in it. They're yeah, like, no. they were like, this is appropriate for you. And I'm like, I'm 10. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, I'm nine. Did you ever watch Fairly Parents? I a did. Little, a little bit. A little bit. But again, it was on, like I was a little bit old for it. Yeah. And, and they were like, this is appropriate for you. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I'm more interested in Animal Planet at this, yeah. point, at this point. We watched a lot of Animal Planet. Animal Planet was good. The I... most extreme. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was just thinking Animal Planet's the most extreme. With the weird... Number 10. With, with the weird... Um, Digital, like... Like, like, like Matrix... Yeah, Matrix yeah. person. The the, 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 the the effects that, like, this is what you'd look like if you could fit a watermelon in your head. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
It's like snakes can unhinge their jaw and eat a watermelon. Like this is what you would look like if you had a snake bone in your jaw. Oh my god! It was like this, like animated, like CGI, like man with like it was like this bald generic man, man, just this this bald Ken doll of a person of a hologram person who would like be given these like if like you had the proportional qualities of this animal, this is what you would look like. So I was like, ah, like. Unhinge oh. the jaw. <laughs> Get a watermelon in there. <laughs> and they did that for everything, like all like, animals. That like, were, like, like if you like had a giraffe alligator <laughs> tail, if and you had a giraffe neck, and it's like a person with a neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, first of all, no. <laughs> Proportionally even, it just didn't, <laughs> it work. didn't work. And also, like, why are we? <laughs> Why are we doing this? And it was, it was... They had the budget for it, so they're like, we gotta use this every episode. <laughs> the art <laughs> department's, like, using it in their uh, in their CGI, like, uh, in their uh, 3D digital space, and they're just like... <laughs> and they used it because they were, like, half-hour episodes mm-hmm. with lots of commercials. And, like, half of the episode that was actually on was just the spinning number, like, and the, and the Matrix grid. And it was, and it was and like, all anticipation. Anticip- it was all anticipation. And you're waiting for number one. You're waiting and for number one. <laughs> and and they then they talk about each animal for like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. But then and then it was like up next this animal. Blah 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 blah. I really just remember that most extreme had like would like marathon like all day. Yeah. And it'd be like but and I'd be like I, I gotta leave. I gotta leave. But I gotta know what the next but number is. <laughs> but I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see that fucked up watermelon. <laughs> I gotta see what his proportions are now. I gotta see what they do to that poor man. <laughs> like we have the technology, but <laughs> should we though? <laughs> and no one is around to ask. Should? <laughs> oh, early two thousands. <laughs> So great. That was good. <laughs> so now Brad asks Granger guy for a smoothie from Crafty, and Dean is like, "You want a what from who?" <laughs> Dean like shy and awkward yeah, and yeah. unsure and like super uncomfortable. Unusual for him. Yes, mm-hmm. but and I, from this point is where I start to like. I was watching the episode and it took me so long to get through this one because I was just embarrassed. Like, oh, you, oh, you look cringe. I got so cringe the entire. I was on the edge of my seat in a bad way the yeah. entire episode. I was like, he's gonna make a fool of himself. Oh, and I felt so bad like before oh, it that, happened. That, that he was gonna get embarrassed. And he was gonna get embarrassed, and I was so embarrassed for him oh. the whole episode. And I was like, he's gonna make a fool out of himself in front of the pretty girl and in front of the boss corporate man. Oh, and yeah, so I was like, I was feeling bad before it happens, and it doesn't happen really. Like he's no, fine. He's, he ends up fine. But oh yeah, I I, I didn't make that co- that connection because mm-hmm. I remembered this episode. Right, I, remember, I know what happened. Knew, I knew, knew what that happened. he would be fine. I knew that he would be fine. But I, I was just struck by like this, like he, we don't. Th- this I like, I think supports. They just came in here without a plan. Yeah, because there's no script for Dean to follow. He's not improvising well today. No, today, he's not. so maybe Dean had the idea of going on set and was like, "This is just cool anyway, and I want to do it." And yeah. Sam was like, "Okay, it's part of the case," and like, like started to try to formulate a plan. And Dean's like, "We're just here to have fun." And he's like, "Tara, like, Tara, eventually, oh, let's do the case." And then they get and there, and, and they're like, like, "We, we forgot we, to we didn't do a plan." 
plan. Have a plan and there are more people here and we really can't just look around, can we? And now Dean's being addressed as green shirt guy. Yep. And he's, it's very like, I don't have a plan and I don't know what anyone's saying. Yeah. And kind of like anxiety overload. Yeah. Dean seems extremely anxious. Which made me very anxious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. And like, yeah, no, now that you point that out, I can see like, like, like the, the, the sympathetic. Yeah, the like, like for that person. And like, like, you know, if I was in that situation, mm-hmm. how, and like the way Brad approaches him here, where it, it's like kind of sarcastic mocking a little bit. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, you are a PA. That's what you do, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, and, Ooh. and, 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 and just like power into myself. The, yeah. Like, the, the, the turtleneck, <laughs> like, yep, yep. like shoulders coming up to your ears, ju- just frozen in anxiety. And Dean looks dazed. Sam grabs him and he's like, yep, he's a smoothie. Yeah, yep. Coming right up. <laughs> and, like, pulls Dean away. Yeah, um, boys walk away and Brad looks amused. Stupid, stupid PA. PA. Yeah, like, that's like, probably like, like, ugh, he can't get good help around here. And as, as Dean, or as, as Sam pulls Dean, Dean away, Dean's, like, dazed. He's like, what's a PA? Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, I think they're kind of like slaves. <laughs> Which, all of the jokes in here are the tongue-in-cheek. Right, like, but it, this kind of, this is specific line makes me think, like, it's like, ha, 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 we're making a joke <laughs> about how awful the lives of PAs are, and the PAs on Supernatural set are probably, like, specifically, specifically like, our hell, having a bad time, and it's like, haha, the actors are joking about this, but then they're gonna turn around and be dicks to you later. And recent, like, in the in the modern time, we've just had a series of strikes. Yeah. Ooh. Over the past, you know, several months to a year or whatever, there have been a series of strikes. I mean, in general, in labor movements, but in Hollywood, or, you know, threatened strikes, or, um, discussion about labor laws because of the horrible and like the dangerous treatment of crew yeah. on you know film and TV sets where it's you know part of it's part of the culture mm-hmm. to put in you know hundred hour work weeks yeah and you and know, to not complain about it because yeah and like, like brag about it break and like and like it's it's like a you know an achievement to work like that yeah the burnout rate is so incredibly high people die because they fall asleep at the wheel and drive into ravines all the time it's a horrible abuse of labor. Some of the poor animators at uh, some studios. Oh, yeah. oh, God, I can't remember which specific studio it is. Well, I was thinking, like, um, the ones that do video games. Oh, I yeah. think... Well, yes. I mean, and yeah, crunch in the video game industry is yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. And we're having more conversations about that now. Back then, yeah, it no. was it it was known. It wasn't, like, like a mystery. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. But it's a joke. They're slaves. It's like, it's like ha, ha, we treat our employees terribly. Yeah. Real, real funny, guys. Real funny. Yeah. yeah. Brad is like, they'll let anybody in this business. Okay, Brad. Um, we get a little pan around a very busy set. Dean handing out some smoothies. <laughs> He looks up at some rafters, sets the smoothies down on the scaffolding, and starts climbing the stairs. And, like, no one sees him climbing the stairs? No, no one on this set is interested in anything anyone else is doing. <laughs> no, I guess not. They're all there doing their jobs, and it's like, oh, he must be doing his job. And, like, <laughs> like I mean, we say, like, wouldn't somebody stop him? But I know I wouldn't. Right. If I was just an employee, like, if I, I was another like, PA or another... Like, I, in general, in, in, I, in general, in general. If I had a close colleague that I was next to, I might be like, hey, what's that guy doing? I might, but in general, like like on a in a situation like this, you're very busy. Yeah. yeah. Very busy all the time. There's like And for, they did just pan around to show you that it's a busy it's set. Busy, 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 that, busy. Like, they're not paying attention. But Or even if they are, they're too busy to do anything about it. Yeah. Probably. Somebody should be stopping him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because then the lights go out and the set lights turn on and he's like, what? <laughs> 
I'm on the rafters and the scene is starting. There's a, the transition between the panning around looking at the very, very busy. There's a slide wipe transition. Yeah. It was weird and I don't think used again. Yeah. Very weird. It was just weird a, a weird, it was just a weird choice that they made. It was very 2006 PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a star wipe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or like a, or like the <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> Do you remember, did you take the, that computer class in middle yes. school? I did. Where, like, you had to make a PowerPoint presentation and you had to use all the animations. You had to use the animations. You had to use the sound effects. You had to do all of this So it's like, all right, we're going to wait for all my letters to pop down. (laughs) And and they just, like, trickle (laughs) down. They trickle down from the top of the screen. That is so obnoxious. I think I I gave a presentation. Like, I think my presentation was something like wolves. Mine was was on raccoons. You ever heard of raccoon eating green grape? It's like... (laughs) (laughs) That's better. Mine was, like, on wolves or something. And it it had, like, a bunch... like, like the like the Lisa Frank wolf pictures. My mine had just one line from Rocky Raccoon playing, <laughs> and it was playing over and over again because that was the only line I could get, and it was like the only thing we had rights to or whatever. And then another thing about raccoons, and we've lived together ever since. I had I found like some like science like like a National Geographic or something like archive of wolf howls. Okay, so we're just playing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the um, like the 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 drawing of the wolf with the full moon and the yeah. has a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yeah lot, that middle school T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, and then the the slide wipe with the <laughs> race car noise, <laughs> yep. which went great with the wolf howls. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she, why did we learn to do PowerPoint that way? Because she, she was like to like explore every function you could possibly oh use, but, but nothing she, useful. But she presented it as this is how PowerPoint works, and yeah. this is how you give presentations. This is how college professors want you to give presentations. Yep. And it's like, ma'am, we are in sixth grade. <laughs> And we're all just playing games. Like, we're all just playing the board games, the game board, board games. games. <laughs> I love those things. You guys play cool math games? Yes. Cool math yeah, for kids. Yeah, cool, cool math for kids. I was so good at that car game. What was that, that car game? Rush Hour. Rush Hour. That was good. That was that was a fun game. It was refreshing, but it was fun. I played the Lemonade Stand one. Lemonade Stand. Which which was just teaching you capitalism. Yep. Because the way to win was to, on your first day, make a really good lemonade. Yep. And then make really shitty For really lemonade. cheap. And then a ton of people would show up the next day, but then you'd basically just give them water, water and dirt and save money for like the whole rest of the time period. And by the time it's over and everyone's like, and no one's going to come anymore, you've already made too much money for it to matter. And you win the game. Yeah. Wow. And then they made a version of it called Coffee Shop, or it's the same thing, but same with thing. coffee. And, and, and sa- same like, rule applies. Coffee and sugar, and they both went stale. Yeah. Or like, it's gotten your sugar and the coffee went but stale. But it didn't matter didn't. because you just did the first day and then the rest of it, it didn't matter. Yeah. And then like by the time the time period is up, you've made too much money to care. And it was just, it was just, just just teaching you capitalism. And not even like like not even like good business like like no, not even not like good business. business strategy. It was it's or how like to make the most money in the, the if you have like a week. Yeah. How to make a lot a of business. money and then take the business and the business can declare bankruptcy, but you've made a lot of money. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. That's what I learned in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. Fourth and fifth grade. Play, playing lemonade stand and coffee shop. Yep. And like that that's not how you were supposed to play it. You were supposed to be following the rules. Yeah. I did win a couple times playing it the right way. Yeah. But playing it the other way. 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it, and it resulted in a win state. Mm-hmm. This is what we were learning in computer <laughs> class. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, McGee is like, let's take it from, come on, it'll be fun. So Tara starts uh, saying her lines and then starts reading from this big book in Latin. Dean is in the rafters with his EMF reader. EMT reader. And uh, finds nothing. It's not going off. Tara speaking in Latin some more and her, and a male co-star interrupts her by like saying like, like, how long is this going to take? Or like, can we, can we get this done by tomorrow or something? Yeah. And she's like, God, I hate you right now. McGee calls cut and they all laugh. It's like, ha ha ha. Another long day of filming. Yep. Yep. This is so funny when actors do this sort of thing and they goof off on set. Isn't that funny? Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) When Dean is at the top of the scaffolding, he finds the spot where Frank died. Yeah. And there's a screen there. Yeah. There's like a little white screen. But he, and he's scanning it all and there's no EMF. And he's like, well, that's very weird. And he can see like, he can like look down and see the spot where Tara was when she looked up and saw the body. The camera kind of like makes note with him of the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Later, Dean is eating from craft services. Sam comes up to him and he's like, so uh, Dean explains that there's no EMF anywhere. And Sam asks what he thinks. And he says, Dean says like, well, I think being a PA sucks, but the food that these people get, are you kidding me? He's like, look, these these are like little mini Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. They're they're delicious. Those look so good. And he hands one over at Sam. And Sam's like, I, no, no, thank you. <laughs> and and here, like, we're supposed, I think we're supposed to be laughing at Dean here. Right. But it's sad because it's like, yeah. this is the best food he's had in so long. Yeah. This is, and this is like the best food he's. Right now, And it's free. It's Sam free food. Looks, Sam looks kind of petty right now. Yeah. He's, he's like he's, a little, he's, he's, like, like, he's not like, disgusted, but he's like, okay, like, you're eating free food and like, like you're like stuffing your mouth. We're on a case. Like, yeah, we're, we're working, Dean, and we're, and, and you're stuffing your face. Like, and so. And Dean <laughs> trying to get Sam to eat. Yeah. Also a little sad. Yeah. Um, like, here, Sammy, I found some food and it's actually good. Yeah, no, it's a little sad. Not supposed to be. No, not play intended. for laughs. No, it was played for laughs. But that Dean, if there's free food, Dean's eating. Yeah. That is a trauma response. Yeah. It's from, like, scarcity issues. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And this behavior would not be uncommon on this set. Like, like on, on a set. Yeah. Because with, you know, low wages and, and young actors and things like the, <laughs> just, you know, sneaking the Philly cheesesteaks home in your backpack so that you can eat dinner later that night. Yeah. Would not be an uncommon thing to see. So no one's going to be like looking at Dean as Yeah. As being I, weird. The whole time that he was like stuffing his face, I'm like, please no one come up and say something to him. Yes. But no, Sam's the one who does. Sam's the one who does. And this is part, I mean, th- it, it, with them as a very specific part of their learning their adult, br- adult brother relationship. Anyway. And they really like, I mean, this is still early, early seasons. They really haven't covered discuss because, well, you know, they don't talk about things. Because <laughs> they don't talk about things to each other. They're yeah, still, they they're still navigating <laughs> this and it will be quite some time before they actually talk about some of the, some of their, like, actually talk about some of their drama with each other. They never really, they never really, like, fully hash it out. They do talk about it some later. I don't think they ever really go to therapy again. Mm-hmm. They're just too busy because, like you know. Ava. <laughs> who we haven't heard of in a long time. <laughs> Where's Ava? We don't know. Sam yeah. stopped looking for her months ago. He spent, he says he spent a whole a month. month. He says he spent a whole month looking. A whole month? Oh my goodness. And we've just not heard from her. Because then we, because we're then Madison and we forgot about Ava. And, and yeah. we forgot about Madison. And then now, and now, and now we're Madison. forgetting about Madison. That's about. just how they deal with the women on this show. They're mm-hmm. like, and they were here and then we forget about them. <laughs> He's like, I just don't want to deal with her right now. Forget about him. <laughs> forget about him. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so Sam, Sam's the one who comes up and says something to Dean. Which is, makes me mad. Especially since, like, he, I don't know, he's the one that, like, should know that this is something that Dean does. Yeah. Not, well, like, not, should. he shouldn't know the reason, necessarily. But, but I mean, remember, they've only sees. been, they've only been back together for, like, a year, year and a half. They had, like, four years of separation. I guess, but they've been together for a Yeah, while. he knows that this is something Dean does, but hasn't really interrogated why why he does it. Yeah. Like, like see, Sam's not surprised to see him doing this. He, he's, he's not surprised. He's a little disgusted. But he hasn't interrogated why Dean does this. Hasn't really connected it to the trauma of growing up um, food insecure. Because he's, you know, purposely separated himself from that life. Mm-hmm. D- uh, Sam is filling Dean in. Uh, this, this guy, Frank Jaffe, was just filling in for the day. Nobody here knew who he was where he lived, anything about him. At this point, another PA, like, cuts between them. <laughs> Gets a sandwich. Hey, guys. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey, hey. Dean goes, they're wonderful about the sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you, you brought up earlier the pre-embarrassment for Dean. Yes. It has, they're wonderful. Yep. They're like, like, oh, hon. Yep. <laughs> There's a little bit of that there. Mm-hmm. I do like, though, that, like, like we were, we were saying before, like, well, wouldn't, like, someone should be stopping them. Someone should be asking. And again, though. Right. Like, if you just I see, see another guy see, eating, like, I'm, I'm sure, point, I'm sure there are people who would look at someone who they don't know in their place of work and say, hi, what are you doing here? I would never do that. Yeah. I am very firmly in the not my circus, not my monkeys <laughs> camp. <laughs> yeah. And just like, I well, assume they know what they're doing. Unless it's something like dangerous. That's right. right. These guys aren't being obviously dangerous, though. One of them's eating at craft services and then like the, the other one's talking and then they're like wandering around with like clipboards and things like they they're or, or a tray of smoothies like they're yeah. not they're not doing anything dangerous and they seem to be doing like chores. So yeah, I like I wouldn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very much a I am minding my own business to the best of my abilities person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're hanging out. that's the thing. Like Sam isn't even doing much of anything. No, either. Sam isn't like working. I don't know <laughs> what Sam what he's pretending to do anyway. No, he's not. At this point, I was kind of get, getting the vibe that Dean was fitting in as, like, a guy on his first day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because and people are kind of, like, walking around him as just, like, oh, hi, how you doing? And, like, just... Yeah, must be must be his first day. Yeah, must be his first if day. If I don't recognize him, like, maybe maybe I just haven't seen this guy around, and there is but his, it could be his first day. And there is his person that yeah, is right. following him. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this other guy yeah. who's also just, like, hanging out. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? I don't care. Sam shares that he has been doing some research. We don't see him doing this research or no. where or where he That's has. That's the thing. Like he he goes off camera for a while and he's then comes like, back and it's like I've, I've done research. He's like I've been doing research. What about you, Dean? And Dean's like I've been working now a full time job. I have a job now. I have a job now, and I feel normal. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Sam dug up some stuff about stage nine, the sound stage where they are. Four people have died messily here over the last eighty years. Two suicides two fatal accidents. And as we've you know, established in, in how the supernatural world works, any sort of violent death could turn into a vengeful spirit. So... Mm-hmm. The, that, that's, you know, entirely possible that that's what's happening. Dean is, like, following, but he sees Tara, like, over Sam's shoulder. And Sam's like, yeah, yeah we just gotta, like, narrow it down. And Dean's like, yeah, I'll get right on that. And takes <laughs> off, makes, makes a beeline for Tara. He grabs, like, a paper, like, a script or something off of a passing, like, crew worker's pile. And uh, he, he goes up to Tara, like, kind of shakily with this piece of paper. And he's like, oh, 
<laughs> Aren't you supposed to get one of these? I couldn't tell if he was like act- acting. I think that was just Shire. him being like. That was just him being starstruck. I think a combo, a combo. Like I think he like is like this is the plan. I'm going to grab this random piece of paper from this random person and go up to her and say like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, are you are you supposed to get one of these? Sorry, I'm new. Yeah, I'm Which, a PA. I'm, I'm new, a PA and this is my first day. Which is what he says. But by the time he gets there, he's like, oh, he's fuck, like I didn't realize he's still following the script, but he's like acting. <laughs> like, uh, haha, hello. Are you, like, ner- so nervous. So are you supposed to get one of these? <laughs> he hands her out the paper and, and she just looks at him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, I I don't really know what I'm doing. And she's like, first day. See, and he's like, yep, my big break. Totally. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> cool to do this, but I'm just a big fan. I loved you in, uh... In Boogeyman. And <laughs> she's like, oh god, that was a terrible script. But thank you. And there's this long pause where she's looking at him expectantly, like, either say something else or leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Dean jumps right in with the interrogation. So you found him, right? The dead guy. <laughs> That's like she, not she goes how like, you start. Um, yes. Um, mm-hmm. That's some, not how you start a conversation. No. And yeah. some and some well done uh, non-verbal acting on yes. her, from her. Her face very, was very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like you know, tensing a little. She very like, visibly closes. Like like she was like, you know, friendly and open mm, body like language with him. Like, him. like, oh, it's your first day. You're kind of cute. Hi, sure, let's chat. You were between takes or whatever. And then he's like, so you found the dead guy. And she immediately like, closes off. Oh, that's good. And Dean is like, you know, I'm sorry, you probably don't want to talk about this. But she kind of opens up and says, like, it's actually, like, it's okay. Nobody around here brings it up. They think I'm going to, like, have a breakdown or something. So Dean presses a little and is like, that must have been awful. What happened? And she explains. She says, she says it was horrible. There was blood coming from his eyes, from his mouth. And she, she's, like, starts to say that she saw the ghost, but then she does the like, like, like the like the little smile and like, like, oh, you you won't believe me, yeah. <laughs> and this does not. I mean, trauma looks different on lots of different people. It does, but she was she's also like a little. <laughs> I saw a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wild. I saw, I saw a ghost. She, she's like she you know, she's sort of like you know hedging a little bit. Like I don't really know what I saw, but I saw something. She like thinks it, thinks it was a ghost. She saw this shape. To tell you the truth, I don't know what I saw. I just know I saw it. Walter comes up with another. Snapple. Yeah. Hands it to Tara. She says, thank you. Dean's like, so this crew guy, Frank, did you know him? Tara says she didn't. No one on set did. But Tara has his picture. She takes Polaroids of all the cast and crew. Which is cute. Yeah. And something Jensen is known for doing. Oh, that's Uh, cute. Okay, okay. That's very cute. I don't know if he still does it. I know he has in the past taken pictures and like kept like a scrapbook. Like, like, a little, like a little photo a little album. Photo album of, of like of every different movie. I don't know. I don't know if he still does it. I don't know for how long he does it. I know, but I know that Jensen has been known for doing this. I mean, like not like up to now, but like when he was doing it. I wonder if it was like every like every set that he was on, he had a, s- a specific scrapbook for the That'd guest. That would be cute. Group. That would be really cute. I don't know. There's probably a way to find out. Hey, email us yeah. if you know about Jensen's scrapbooks. <laughs> <laughs> so Tara shows him the Polaroid she took of herself with Frank and Dean lets out a, a quiet son of a bitch. Although he's right next to her so she would be like, what? what, what, what why? Why? <laughs> why? Because why? he realizes something. He's, a light bulb has happened. Yes. Light bulb. 
Our next scene is at an apartment. The boy is knocking on the door and we see like there's some like funky music playing. Yep. <laughs> and we see like khakis and like feet. Walk into frame. Walk into frame. And then Sam and Deed say, Gerard St. James. And this man who answers the door says yes. And he looks just like Frank. And, and Sam's like, yeah, you're alive and you're not Frank Jaffe. <laughs> Dean calls him on being desert soldier number four in Metal Storm, the destruction of Jaredson. Yep. And he's like, I was. Like, that That was me. And Dean's like, he's like, I knew I recognized you. I'm a huge fan. It's like, I mean, you as a tractor crash victim and, and they're like, Critters he's 3. Like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, please, come on in. Like, a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazingly, Dean's Why? charisma check worked. Yeah. Why would you let... Yep. He doesn't wonder how they found his apartment. He's just so... He's the kind of guy who we see has headshots of himself on the wall in different roles. Yeah, he's just that yeah. vain. He's that kind of actor. Yeah, that which is... Yeah, just incredible. Yeah, we just, love people that have pictures of themselves hung up in their house. <laughs> to let you know that they live there. <laughs> <laughs> there there was a, there was an episode recently, I think, where they had a more normal picture. Yeah. Of like someone doing an activity. <laughs> and not just not just a single person posed there to let you know that they that live, live there. there. See, now Stephen and I have a picture like that. It's not like just one of us, which is like yeah. the weird thing. Like the like we went just yes. the one, but like yeah. two people live there. I, it's a picture it, about the bus. Is this a Cape Cod one? Yeah. But that's, that's you guys are on vacation doing an activity. It's yes. still different. It's very zoomed in, so it's just our faces. Yeah, it looks but... like just their faces. <laughs> so it's like, ah, we live here. But because I I know it's the Cape Cod photo, but a stranger would just think that it's like just that, that, that it was put there to let people know that no, you, that live, you there. live there. Yes, yes. So a lot of those pictures are like like school headshots or whatever mm-hmm. that you send to grandma. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you do not live at grandma's house. Grandma has that so that, you know, she, she can tell the bridge club this is my grandchild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Usually you don't keep that in your in your living room. <laughs> yeah. Gerard, as we now know him, uh, gives the boys coffee and says that it was the producers. They called him in for the day to play Frank. And Dean was, is like, just a fake your death. And Gerard says, like, you know, rumors of a haunted film set, free publicity, especially when you're making a horror movie. And he goes, it's all already all over the internet. And Sam has this weird little, like, yeah, we know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, they did the, the ghost was a projection on the screen that they showed us significantly earlier. And Dean points out, like, isn't that kind of cruel? Yeah. <laughs> to pretend to die. Mess with their heads like that. He's like, I don't know. I only get paid to do this. Yeah, he's like, I just play the part. I don't write the script. And then he he does say that, uh, speaking of, he's playing Willie in a dinner theater production of Salesman. <laughs> and he gives Dean a flyer. And get a free pepper steak with a coupon. And Dean's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh free pepper steak. Okay. Then they ask, they're like, okay, so you're doing this other role in public aren't you worried you'll be recognized? And he's like, no, it's a completely different role. <laughs> Two completely different characters. Like, you would not understand. You're not an actor. <laughs> Sam is impatient. Yes. And he's like, thank you for your time. Let's leave. <laughs> I'll stand, shake hands. Dean's last question was asking, like, what it's like working with Richard Mole. Because it, it, it's a weird, like, awkward... It's a very awkward interaction. And Sam looks at him like, what the fuck, Dean? And he's like, he, he's from Metal Storm. He's the, the king of the Cyclops people. And kind of looks to Gerard like... He was in Metal Storm. Oh, that's funny. Okay. But it's a really weird deep pull. Yeah, because then he go. he's like, he's looking at Gerard like, how how was it working with this guy? And it's, he's almost like, I don't remember, kind of, like, or like, I, I didn't really, I didn't work, really interact with him, with him that much. 
probably. But he goes, gentleman's gentleman. Like, must have been a nice guy. And then, and then Dean ends it with, ends the scene with pepper steak. It's a weird, like, they were going, I think they were going for a, like, eh, eh. Yeah, another like, little nudge. Like, 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 elbow to the ribs. Like, like, like this is a joke. And it, and, but I didn't really It land. didn't land at all. It was just kind of awkward and yeah. kind of weird and a very deep pull. It could, they could have used, like, a more well-known actor. Well, the part of the point was that this guy is, like, that the, the, this, you know, Frank guy is in a lot of, like, you know, B-list B list movies. <laughs> like, you know, weird sci-fi movies and stuff, which is the sort of thing Dean's into. Yeah. And, it's, and it is a very specific reference to that. It just, I just don't think it, that this scene worked. No. I just thought it was, the whole, it was weird. Yeah. I just ended with him, like, saying pepper steak. Yeah. We're back in the cabin set. On set. Filming in progress. One of the male co-stars is like, when we read from that book, we must have brought them back. Back, back from, from hell. hell. We see the sound guy who is, you know, m- m- you're monitoring the sound. Starts getting some, like, weird feedback. Weird, yeah, feedback and distortions. Director calls cut, and then the sound guy's like, nope, sound no good. Getting some kind of feedback. Everyone groans, call for reset. Yeah, another oh, costly sound delay. <laughs> Which seems like a line that's like... Another like, costly Like, sound. this is for the people who know the industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sound guy's like, thank you! <laughs> to reset. And um, Brad, our suit guy. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. It's like, no, 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 it's a good scene. I've still got a few, not problems, just questions. Complaining about and and wondering how the ghosts hear the summoning if they're in hell. See, I, so then I was like, okay. Because it's like a philosophical question, almost. Okay. Like, how does it, how does it work? Right, like the actual inner workings of, like, the Latin being the thing that summons them, like, mm. how that works, you know, like, literally, because we know they're not hearing it with ears, but, like, right. how they know it happens, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, how do they know that the Latin is being said? They sense it somehow because they're magic ghosts. Basically. <laughs> it's usually hand-wavy. I have seen people try to explain it in media with things like, well, it's actually you're verbalizing a scientific equation that's opening this portal in space-time or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I have seen, like, an attempt at that. That doesn't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, usually it's just, like, they're magic hocus-pocus words. And magic hocus pocus ghost. You rang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Brad, I think he thinks Brad, that they have ears that they're listening with. Yes. Brad does not understand that. That mm-hmm. level. Brad thinks that they are hearing with their ears <laughs> and that they are and somewhere you, underground, probably. And he's like, but they're too far away. How do how they, would they hear, hear it with their ears? With their ears. And because then he asks if they have super hearing, like a superpower, which we know that that's not, <laughs> no. that that's not usually how this works. The, yes, the summoning rituals and supernatural tend to to like the you know how the latin works tend to connect itself more to things like words of power mm-hmm. like okay. like there are some like spoken phrases with with this sort of magic stuff you do have to go into it with intention usually eh, sometimes okay. sometimes you can just accidentally say the magic words and make the magic things happen great um, inconsistent inconsistent and dangerous yeah <laughs> in in the supernatural universe things having like words of power that wor- you know words of power magic is an old idea mm-hmm. in uh, science fiction and fantasy that general idea is usually the root of summoning spells like this, that there are words, phrases you can speak that when spoken affect the physical world around you. Right. Um, in this case, you know, 
summon ghosts from beyond or summon demons from hell or whatever. And being supernatural beings, they have to obey these words of power. Mm -hmm. Depending on the specifics of the ritual, there may be loopholes. Mm -hmm. Ghosts like their loopholes. There almost always are loopholes that the supernatural beings can exploit to manipulate the summoner. If if you're living in the supernatural world, first of all, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how our podcast has made it to you. Get out. (laughs) Get out of there now. Stop summoning things. (laughs) Yep. Stop Stop just like reading Latin. Don't speak Latin in front of books. Stop summoning. (laughs) Just stop doing that. (laughs) It never ends well. Don't do that. Well, the fact that Supernatural has multiple universes means that there could be a universe where our podcast exists. (laughs) (laughs) Or is reaching them in a very, in like a Hello from the Magic Tavern way. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. So Mickey G is like, Marty, you're the writer. Yeah, pass the buck. <laughs> pass the buck to Marty. And Marty's like, all right. So like, how about throwing in an, ex- an explainer? And Brad is like, yeah, that'd be super. And he like touches his Bluetooth and he's like, I gotta check some messages and walks away. Oh, hold on. I gotta take this. Erica, I don't have time to be charmed to death right now. So Brad goes off to check his messages and we see a figure behind him. He starts, <laughs> he sees her as she comes into focus and she's like a 1930s actress. And it's black and white. Yeah. Right. She And she is in black and white. She is in black and white uh, with her hair done like finger waves or whatever mm-hmm. and like short kind of cropped like hair in a robe with rope marks on her neck. And Brad kind of stops what he's doing and he's like, has McGee seen this? And he's like, you know what? He's like, I like the whole body paint thing, the black and white thing. And then he leans in. He's like, well, I don't think those neck wounds are going to show up on camera. It's <laughs> like, they got to be like red, you know? <laughs> and then he calls Calls for Jay and is like, I need to speak to makeup immediately. <laughs> yeah. She goes fast over to him and taps him on the shoulder. She The said, way that she, he, yeah, he just turns around and, and she's just like, oh, excuse me, like, I was standing right here. Hello, I'm right over here, you know. She wasn't saying a word, she was staring at just him. Just staring. Yeah, taps him on the shoulder, he turns like, what? <laughs> and she seductively lets her robe drop to the floor. We assume she is naked underneath. We see her from the shoulders up. Yes, and he's just staring. And she walks away and starts walking up the stairs of the scaffolding, like, to the rafters and he just smiles and goes hey wait up what what hey what up what hey like we know exactly what kind of guy he is i guess hey, what the up? kind of guy who doesn't pay attention and is just like only pays attention to horny <laughs> apparently what what what? Who is this man? <laughs> Back on the set, they are <laughs> stumbling through their new lines as they're explaining as the other, you know, the ghosts are coming back from hell. But I don't understand. <laughs> If they were in hell, how could they hear our chanting? They must have super hearing. <laughs> Something crashes through the ceiling of the set. Very loudly. There is screaming, and we see something like 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 flailing around and hitting, knocking things over. It's a body dangling from a rope. The actors are screaming. The director is shocked. He's like, oh, shit. The body is swinging and kicking, and we see a Bluetooth drop to the floor. It's Brad. Oh, no. Goodbye, Brad. Oh, no. So it's our next scene. Tara is entering the cabin set with a flashlight, gets spooked by a guy saying, Wendy? And she's like, ah, Mitch, you're alive. I'm like, oh, okay, this is Mitch. Right. Or the character Mitch. The director goes, rumble, rumble, rumble. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then like, whoa, whoa. we almost Ca- fell over. Cabin is shaking, losing their footing a bit. And Tara's like, salt, we need salt. Ice, get me ice. She says that she read it, she read in that book that it keeps ghosts away. They really shouldn't be filming today. Right? So then yeah. this poor bastard killed himself. Like, for real. Shouldn't we shut it down? Is it Jay that he's talking to? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Then Jay it's, s- no, it's Marty and Jay. Marty and Jay. Okay. So Marty, yeah, Marty says that. And then Jay's like, we had a moment of silence for him at breakfast. Oh, my God. He was just a studio guy. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're shushed by McGee. Tara is like, I love you. And this guy playing Mitch is like, I know. And I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> but he's shining his flashlight in her face. And she's like, mm, mm, like. Stop that. Uh, like, and excuse me. And he's like, oh, sorry. Like, moves it away. And she's like, can we cut or something? Like, this is like a wreck of a scene, you know? And uh, he, McGee's like, uh, yeah, yeah, cut, cut. And Dean, Dean <laughs> has a headset on now. And he's like, that's a cut. <laughs> that's a cut. And he's eating was, more food. I was really worried that he was going to get in trouble. I know. No, me too. Because I, then McGee, like, turns to, like, the like, woman sitting I next get to, to him. And that. he's like, only I get to say cut. But it wasn't direct. It wasn't at, at Dean. Dean. It was, a, it was, it was because, at the woman was, next to him. Or, like, it was about it was about Tara. Because Tara was like, let's call cut. And he was like, yeah, cut. Cut. I'm the only no one who gets, gets to say cut. cut. Yeah. And because then, and because the, it's, it's that, like, exasperated about the actor. Then he goes up to her and he's like, Tara, hey, sweetie, how are you doing? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, I'm just a little upset. And he's like, I mean, with everything that's been going on around here, who can blame you? And yeah, then she's just like, no, it's that I can't wrap my head around the dialogue. I mean, salt. It doesn't it sound silly. Why would a ghost be afraid of salt? And Dean kind of chuckles to himself. And McGee's like, okay, uh, Marty, what do you think? <laughs> and Marty's like, we're not married to salt. <laughs> we're, are we sticking with condiments? <laughs> Walter is flipping through the script. It gets frustrated. And Dean watches him. And McGee's like, no, that's different, but not better. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? what else would a ghost be afraid of? And Walter's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, and, storms off. And they're like, okay, what would a ghost be scared of? Shotguns, maybe? It's like, these people are idiots. Storms off, yeah. And we hear them say, like, maybe paprika or spicy picante. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. So Sam comes in to check on Dean and asks how it's going on in here. And he's like, it's great. Tara has really stepped up her performance. <laughs> and I think it's from this sense memory stuff she's drawing on. And Sam's <laughs> like, what? Sam's like, you know you don't actually work here. And Dean looks down at the headset, his equipment belt. He's like, I don't know, it's not so bad. You know, I, I kind of feel like I'm part of the team, you know? Oh. It's like and this it's is where so cute. It's adorable. And this it's is where it belongs somewhere. This is where I wanted to point out that given the slightest opportunity at normalcy, Dean is thriving. Yeah. He, he's been here for, what, a day or two? Yeah. And, and he stepped into a normal life and is having fun and enjoying this job that he and now has made co-worker friends probably yeah yeah the, he like, calls the, people by name and yeah. like this is this is a job with its own language that he has now just picked up mm-hmm. yeah and all the technicalities and how everything works and he know yeah he knows people by name enough to later get get dailies copies of the dailies yeah he just knows the ins and outs of the set they've been there for like two days and we know it's not that his, like maybe he's really lucky but it's not that his charisma is that high he's not like charming the pants off of everyone to get into this job he's no. just doing a good job yeah no he's just a good worker and a fast learner yeah when given the opportunity for normalcy mm-hmm. he thrives yeah it's sad and upsetting <laughs> and 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 adorable mm-hmm. but sam is kind of impatient with him a little bit he's like I like like he- we're working 
Dean. Maybe he's jealous. He could be jealous. Uh, or not recognizing that it's just a good thing for Dean, that he, like people are taking him away from Sam. And he's so like... Maybe that's more Dean's... Him, that's more Dean's MO, well, though. Yeah, yeah, but it's also like people are taking him away from... He's like jealous that... That Dean Dean's, fits in so well. Yeah, Dean fits in so well. And that maybe he wants to stay there and not continue to... Possible. I don't think Sam believes that Dean wants to stay there and not continue. The reading I get is is more Sam is impatient because Dean is being silly and irresponsible and is not taking this job seriously. They're there to do a haunting job and all Dean is talking about is being on the beach and wandering around Hollywood and now he's playing PA like it's a, like it's a dress-up game. Yeah. He's, he's not he's not focused. He's not, you know, doing the job, which is what they're there to do. And Sam is there to work a job to work to not process his own issues and Dean is not, you know, facilitating that. Yeah. Dean Dean wants to play dress-up. They have a little exchange where Sam is trying to get out the fact that he conned his way into the morgue, the news reports are right, Brad is dead, no question. And he says, Brad's a doornail. And Dean's like, copy that, into his headset. And he's like, sorry, what? And Sam's like, copy that. And then uh, he's like, so, sorry, what did you say? Sam repeats himself. And uh, Dean into the headset goes, they're aware. And <laughs> Sam's like, who's aware? <laughs> like, of like of our case? Like, who, who knows what we're doing? Somebody knows what we're doing? And then um, he's like, sorry, what were you saying? And Sam's like, uh, and repeats himself. Himself. And uh, then Dean is finally paying attention, and um, he's like, "Well, good thing we didn't skip town then." And asks Sam to come here. Like, I want to, I want you to hear something. And into the headset again, he's like, "Copy that on my way." So they head, they head to sound, and he, you know, just goes up to the sound guy and he's like, "Hey, hey, show him what you showed me." So go by name. He's so like, "Hey, he Dave." Already yeah. showed yeah. him that. Yeah, for, yeah, on a first name basis with the sound guy, and friendly to the point where sound guy's like, "Hey, listen, hey, new PA Dean, yeah, listen to this weird thing that we recorded yesterday." Dave hands the headphones over to Sam. It's that guy actor talking and then the distorting sounds. Uh, Sam looks at Dean, sort of tilts his head, and Dean nods. Like, yup. They established that it's, you know, from the night that Brad died, all of a sudden, they're getting EMF readings. EMT reader. Suddenly, it's a real haunting. They're like, okay, we had these potentially vengeful spirits, but this is kind of weird that, that it's, you know, popping up out of the blue. So they want to take a look at uh, Brad's death scene to see if they can spot something because they, they're not sure about like the ghost's motive. It's all, it's just it's kind of weird that it's happening in this order. Um, so they exit to the, the lot and go to a, a trailer. And they just go in. No, they just let themselves in. I don't know whose trailer it's supposed whose to be. Whose trailer yeah. it's supposed to be because then they go back to it later. Like, yeah. it's their trailer. Like, they can just use it. Could it be Dean's? No, because PAs, PAs don't have a trailer. trailer. It would be uh, one of the actors or a director or producer or someone like more important, to quotes, important on set. Dean says that he was able to get a copy of the dailies from Cindy and Drew, who have an on-again, off-again thing. So he just knows these people and the inner workings of their lives over the past couple days now and, you know, plays the video. I think the best part of this scene is that he, Dean puts it in the DVD player and Sam sits on a sliding, rocking ottoman and tries to stabilize it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's really trying to sit still, but it's like going like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and, he, and he's just such a big man sitting on a tiny stool that's moving. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't clock that. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? Was it an acting thing or was it a Jared? Oh, it no, looked I, like Jared. I, like Jared he, sat down too hard. <laughs> he sat down in a seat that he wasn't supposed to. He was like, "Oh, let me use the scenery and like blocking and things," and like sat down and was like, "Oh and no! Like, oh no! This is moving!" <laughs> like sat sat down too hard and is now rocketing backwards. Like, yeah, because <laughs> he, it's he's on it sideways, so he's like oh, to the oh, side, to oh, the oh, side, to oh, the no, side. Oh no! <laughs> 
<laughs> it was very good. Yeah. It looked like a Jared choice. <laughs> Use those court muscles to stabilize. Yeah, he was like, because he doesn't have a ton of lines here. No, nope. but he's like, yeah, yeah. You, you could tell he was like tensing his core and like try trying to say his lines, but like also trying not to fall off of this seat or make it move too much more than it was. I've got to go back and look at that. I want to see the moment he sits down. If there, there is was a, like a realization like, face, like, I if, think. If there's a oh no, oh shit, <laughs> my chair is moving. So they play the tape and fast forward and rewind it until they watch the death scene happen. And they're like, okay, like wait, go back there, right there. Right as I'm sitting down! We see the ghost lady in the robe, that figure, standing in the corner. And Dean says, it's like three men and a baby all over again. I was like, but and two kids in a trench coat? Vincent! Um, adult man? Vincent adult man! Yeah. <laughs> like, like, excuse me? <laughs> and at first I thought they were just gonna let that slide yeah. as a reference that Dean makes and then we'd have to look up later. But Sam is like, what? <laughs> Two, three men and a baby? And he's like, yeah, Selleck dancing in Gutenberg. He's like, I, I don't know who played the baby. But <laughs> so I was like, what's your point? And he's like, so there's a scene where people say the camera caught a ghost on film. And apparently in the background of the scene, there was this boy that no one remembers, like spirit photography. And the Sam is like, you know, looking at this ghost in the uh, on the film. And he's like, I've seen her before. Back on the soundstage, Dean's on the headset. Sam is doing research. Sam's found something, but Dean's not paying attention. He's on his his headset. He says, go for Ozzy. I don't have a 20 on Tara. I think she's 10-100. Yeah, okay, copy that. And then, uh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? To, to Sam. I'm like, I don't know if that's real lingo. No yeah. idea. No idea. It sounds like nonsense. Island Tower. This is India Golf Niner Niner requesting vectors to the initial. Over. That's, that's actually a thing. I she know. is a pilot. I know. That's real pilot speak. I know. Yeah. Sam hands over this news article on Elise Drummond, a starlet from the 30s who had an affair with a studio exec who dumped her. And Leaving her destitute. And then she killed herself. Ah, uh, yes. Women and their emotions. Yeah. And Dean's like, we're digging tonight, aren't we? Love that for you. Back on set, they call for rap. 6 a.m. call for crew. Ooh, that must be so hard. So Jay is like, great work, everybody. Make G, you're a genius. You're kicking ass and taking names. And the director, you're kicking names and taking ass. <laughs> and McGee's like, all right, night, Jay. And then we're in the graveyard at night with uh, boys have flashlights and shovels. Dean's got a tourist map. He wants to check out Johnny Ramone's grave. From the Ramones? From the Ramones? I guess. Humpty But then there's also a Humpty Dumpty sitting on one of the headstones. Was Humpty Dumpty a celebrity? I don't know who it was supposed to be. That was some really specific references that I did not get and did not look up. Nope. Because then there's some other person that they zoom in on. Yeah. I didn't didn't understand. I'm sorry, people that are listening to our podcast right now. (laughs) We're describing a couple couple visual things that none of us really didn't really get. We didn't get. It wasn't effective. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Because it was also just dark. Yeah. That was the other thing. It was hard to see. So, (laughs) visual bits that are hard to see... Nah, it doesn't land that well. <laughs> it's like, look at this gravestone. It's like, is it a gravestone? I can't, I can't tell. tell. I can't tell. It's so dark. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the map was totally worth the $5. That was a lot of money for a little map. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. Yep. Yeah, and then Sam is like, like what I what I don't get is why now? Why not now? After 75 years, uh, Elise Drummond suddenly goes hom- homicidal. Why this movie? And they find her grave and start digging. Digging a friend, a grave. 
Digging our friend the grave. On set, Jay is on the phone saying that he hates McGee's dailies. He can't control him. The next one, he's just going to direct himself. And then whoever he's talking to, Bob. No, Bob, I love you. I love you're kicking ass and taking names. Talk to you later, babe. And he hangs up and goes, "What a dick!" Like so, all of this. This, this is guy. you. This wow. guy, you're great. such a reliable love friend. This. Yep. The light, and then the lights go off, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey guys, producer, walk in here. Hello." Uh, in the graveyard, they've dug the grave. Yeah. How? In like ten minutes. That's so fast. So fast. That's so fast. They dig so fast. They Dean must gets... have like a giant shovel. <laughs> Super shovels. Supernatural shovels. Supernatural <laughs> shovels. <laughs> uh, and they do their, their salt and burn. I did like the uh, detail of um, when they pry open the coffin and we see Elise Drummond. She's in like a white dress and furs. And it was very like, Ooh. like buried in like the one thing that you have left or something. Yeah. Like she's like there, like she's like destitute or whatever, but like yeah. as like an old movie star, you know, yeah. the one thing you have left. <laughs> At this point, I was like, wait, but there's still checks watch 14 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this does not solve the problem. It's like, they already <laughs> solved and burned it. <laughs> Back on set, Jay is just wandering around in the dark, um, sees and starts talking to a figure. Was back to us, standing in the doorway to the cabin set. This figure turns to reveal a very chopped up and messed up face. Kind of like a clicker. It looked like a clicker. A little bit. And like it, was, a, it, was like, it was like a growth or something. Yeah, it was very good, like, practical makeup effects. It was, it was good. And, like, more gory Actually, than we get a lot and, of the time. And honestly, earlier, the black and white uh, yeah, yeah, I liked white her. ghost. That I, was good. I, liked, I liked that a lot, she, too. Yeah. She yeah. looked like she was from, like, the, that was that was yeah, That was well done. Yeah. Jay screams, uh, runs, and falls down. Oh, no. The image of a man fizzits and fades. Uh, one of those, you know, giant, you know, wind machine fans. It turns on and, like, sucks Jay <laughs> into it. Starts sucking Jay toward it. Slow. And then fast. And then blood splatter and viscera. And, and like, chunks. That one kind of made me, like, ugh. Yeah. It was kind of, like, it was really gross. First of all, that's not how a fan, a fan no. works. Usually. Usually. Especially. Ghosts are involved. The yes. ghost was involved. So. But it had the, the, had the cover on it. <laughs> it did. The, it had so, the grate. It had the grating on so it. So how would you get through? It would be go- ghosts, ghosts are turn. involved. It was magic. But, but it, has it had a grate on it. on it. If it was turned around, it would have the sucking. Fans don't have that kind of suction power usually. Yeah, no. No, um, I mean, Unless you're in like a jet engine Yeah, it would have had tunnel. to be turned around anyway, because otherwise it would like blow. You know, it was, it was like facing forward. So it, it so should have It would have been blowing him. Even, yeah, it didn't. That wouldn't have worked. It didn't make any sense. It makes oh no sense. Anyway. Then we get our fake preview. What'd you think of this? I liked it a lot. It I was... liked that we had this in here. So this preview intended for all audiences. They never forgive. They never forget. And this summer, they're coming back. Again. again to, to settle, settle the score. score. Again. <laughs> and we see that Tara's walking around with a flashlight calling for names. Uh, these these bastards aren't taking us not without a fight. I'm getting out of here right now. Brody! Did you recognize the... So, like, there were clips from, like, the, the, the movie, the imaginary movie that they're making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had other clips. Yeah. That were, like, you know, from from, from the director who did these other movies yes. or whatever. Did you recognize the other clips? No, but because, I... Because they're all clips we've seen before. Really? From, from, pre- from, from previous Supernatural episodes. Oh, that's funny. Monster we've got clips. Monster Truck was in there. Yeah. Yes. We got 
got clips from Scarecrow, Route 666, and they're like from the director of Charlie's Angels. I know, Charlie's Angels, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Hellhazers, Hellhazers <laughs> 2, The Reckoning. Here's the thing, Mick G did direct Charlie's Angels. That is really The funny. real Mick G. Okay, okay, I was wondering, because I'm like, that is like an actual that's a, movie. That's, a, that's an actual movie you guys are talking about. No, that was really Mick G. <laughs> oh, we, we must have brought them back. Back from hell. Again. <laughs> yeah. It was very silly. Yeah. Yeah, and then what, we got a screen with credits, and it says on there with, and I paused it to make sure, original story by Walter Dixon. <gasps> Ah. And produced by Jay Wiley, directed by McGee. Okay. Yeah. Hey, last story. name on Jay. Yeah. Yeah, right? Incredible. The set is now a crime scene. The boys are weirded out because the, like, they're like, we did the salt and burn, though. And also, this is not the same ghost murder. Yeah. Sam is like, running with a giant fan. Same thing happened to an electrician in 66, a guy named Billy Beard. <laughs> and Dean's like, okay. it's like, you know this, how? Like, you just... <laughs> okay, weird. Yeah, weirdo. McGee rolls up in a uh, like sports car. Yeah, he's, you know, calls everyone together on the lot outside and to let them know that they are shutting down production for a few days for the investigation in light of Jay's accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, gives a speech like we've had. Oh, and in cooperation with the authorities yeah. was one of his things. So they were forced to shut down. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we've had a few setbacks. Uh, Jay and Brad wanted more than anything to see Hellhazers 2, The Reckoning, on screens across America. We owe it to them to pull it together and make this damn movie. Applause. But not, uh, today. not today. Go home. Go home. Someone, Someone will call, call you. <laughs> in this scene, while he's giving this speech and Sam and Dean are there in the crowd mm-hmm. as PAs yeah. watching, the real McGee is standing behind them. Oh, uh, that's cute. Again, though, like, I mean, this is a piece of trivia that I loosely half remembered and then saw again while doing some prep for this episode. A deep cut, you know, deep pull that no one watching would know. No. <laughs> this is this is an episode that's for them. Yeah. It's like, okay. It, it's cute. Like, once you know once you know the Easter eggs, I guess. But yeah. Back in their trailer. <laughs> the trailer that they're using. Sam's watching the dailies and Dean comes in. Tara's reading her Latin and messing up. Uh, on the dailies. Yeah. And Dean comes in to report that the electrician who died was cremated. So there's nothing for them to uh, assault and burn. And there's nothing in the first six hours of dailies that Sam's been watching. Any, and, you know, more than... It's this is a bad movie. Yeah, it's like, do you think they're shutting it down because it sucks? Because it kind of sucks. <laughs> Sam pauses and, like, goes back and listens and pauses because he recognizes the Latin that she's stumbling through as a necromantic summoning ritual. Yeah, what the hell is that doing in a Hollywood movie? In our next scene, we're in an office. Marty is on the phone talking about being down for a few days, so it's time to pitch. He's like, he says, that time travel thing. <laughs> yep. Dean and Sam walk up as someone is scraping Jay's name off the door across the hall. Oh my god. Yep. He goes, I'm serious, dude. You serious? Because I'm serious. He uh, holds up a finger to the boys as they walk in and then hangs up. And he's like, guys, we're all shut down. What are you still doing here? And Sam is like, sorry, man. We couldn't help ourselves. We just read the script. You know, had to tell you. Marty's like, and? (laughs) They're like, we loved it. It's awesome. (laughs) They're like, yeah, awesome. So awesome. Really awesome. All the attention to detail specifically. And Marty's like, I'm a total detail buff. That's my thing. And Sam's like, yeah, all those Enochian summoning rituals and the authentic language. And Marty's, you watch his face fall. He's like, oh, oh man. Crap. He's like, no, man, that's Walter. Walter Dixon, the original writer. It's like, you like that garbage? And, and he's like, Walter the PA? <laughs> 
Like, no, he's not a PA. It's just in his contract that he gets to stay here sometimes. Yeah. And Dean, like, establishes, he's like, but he was the one who wrote the incantations. And Marty's like, yeah, he wrote a whack job screenplay. There's no pace, no love interest. It's all wackadoo exposition. <laughs> Had to cut, like, 90% of it to make it readable. Another 10% to make it work. And Dean's like, ah. And the next scene, Dean is reading the original script. And he's like, we should have kept it. It's pretty good. And then Sam is like, yeah, but it reads like a how-to for conjuration. It's like textbook for summoning ghosts, trying to get him to do whatever you want, like kill people. So they propose this theory. Walter knows black magic, is mad at these people for ruining his movie. That gives motive and means. Our next scene, on set, Marty is wandering around. <laughs> Not <laughs> sure why. He's just there. And finds Walter just in the trees. <laughs> yep. Ominously. But we learn that he, he's like, so you wanted to meet Walter? <laughs> like, yeah. oh wow. So Walter oh. set up this meeting on, on set. Like, uh, I'm a little busy buddy working on a script here. Uh, Walter's like, yeah, you worked on it a lot. And they have like an antagonistic back and forth. Like, it, yeah, it needed work because it was bad. And, <laughs> you know, this history. The, the lore. The lore. The lore in my draft. The lore. A lot of lore in this one. A lot of lore in this one. The lore in my draft was completely accurate. We could have gotten right for the first time ever. We see him dangling something from his right hand. It's like, oh, he's got some kind of amulet. Yep. And he goes, <laughs> he's like, in this whorehouse of a town. It's like, whoa! Okay. <laughs> this is all right, Walter. <laughs> this is a whole kind of energy you're bringing it's, to this. Yeah, yeah, you replaced it with cleavage and fart jokes. <laughs> it was real. Marty's like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah, real. There's no such thing. Walter, it's ghosts. And Walter's like, well, that's where you're wrong, Martin. <laughs> he holds up the amulet and starts speaking Latin. Martin. And the, the symbol on the ch- in on the chain is like with bones. It's like a little, uh, like made with real bones thing. That's how you know it summons the dead. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's got bones in it. Of dubious origin. I'm dubious about that. Yep. Marty and, uh, is unimpressed until he turns to see the messed up ghost face guy. And he screams. The next scene, we come back and the fan turns on. And I'm like, oh, boy, we're doing this again. Yeah, I'm like, they ran out of ideas. Well, uh, no, this is just how this ghost kills this people. this is just how this specific ghost kills people. No, I know. But, like, he ran out of ghost ideas. <laughs> they already had the guy in makeup. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and we gotta what, use him again. That's what I'm saying. So, we see that Marty falls and gets pulled toward the fan, the ghost is pulling him by his ankle. It's like, okay. The so fan the is not actually is sucking, sucking him, him in, up, but the, the ghost, ghost is just dragging him on the ground. Yes. And he's going to put him in the fan, which still has the guard on it. Yeah. That's still a problem. I mean, we've known ghosts who can stick their hands through stuff. Can they put a person through things? Well, they did. Because they dragged they the girl did, through the yes, thing in, in, in no, no exit. exit. They did do that. So maybe they can ghost other people through things. Ghost magic. Ghost magic. Ghost magic. Magic. Especially when it's ghost magic murder. Yeah. 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 So, now you're going to find out what being a ghost is like, Marty. Walter, you are not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Marty's screaming and a gunshot rings out. The ghost disintegrates. Dean to the rescue with a shotgun. He steps into frame like above Marty. Sam runs, turns, turns off the, the fan. fan. <laughs> and Marty looks looking up at Dean. You are one hell of a PA. And Dean poses with the shotgun. Yeah, I know. And helps Marty up. It's, so, like, it's like, okay. All right. Doing that again. All right. So that was uh, a little gay moment. Yeah. Oh, sure. The the way that he was looking up at Dean. I mean, it was because he just saved his life, but it it was still like, wow, my handsome (laughs) savior. Wow, you're a handsome hero and a PA. (laughs) You're one hell of a PA. And he was like, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm I'm so handsome and capable. (laughs) 
wow. with my and then when we to the rescue. And then when we parallel it with that, with what happens later. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam is like, raising spirits from the dead, Walter. Walter climbs up the stairs to the first landing. And Sam's like, making them murder for you? That's playing with fire. Like, Get away. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, and like this guy Walter is you know somebody who goes to to do murders, but Sam's like 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 hands on hip like Walter get back down here. But the, the Sam's energy is very like scolding. Yeah, instead of like either like, talking him down from a ledge, you know, like from from his uh, to get down, eh? yeah, or physically eh? getting him down. But he's very like kid in a tree, you know, yeah. like get. Get down here. It's dinner time. <laughs> Come down here and stop summoning ghosts. <laughs> as Don't make to, me take your amulet. Yeah. As, <laughs> as opposed to, like, like, like with other antagonists where they, like, you know, charge after them with guns. He's, Sam's standing there, hands on his hips, looking up at the scaffolding. Like, Walter, <laughs> you should not summon things. Walter's like, I know, but you don't understand. Like, I just want to summon stuff, okay? And he's like, you put your heart and soul into something. Years of hard work. Years. And they take it and they crap all over it. And they want you to summon smile and say thank you. And Sam's like, it's just a movie. That's it. It's like, it's my life's work. And he's like, he's like, nothing against you, man. Just please. And he's he's telling them to leave. Yeah, he's he's like, like, I don't have anything against you or Dean. Like, you you guys seemed like nice guys. You were PAs on set. Like, and you seemed fine. But you do have to leave Marty here. I am going to kill him. (laughs) I do kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, if some, if it was your life's work. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I understand why he's upset, and someone but told you it's just a movie. It only a movie. But you know, negotiations fall through here. He, you know, they're a little back and forth. They're like, we can't just let you keep murdering people, Walter. And Walter's like, okay, fine. It raises the amulet, and you know, it's like ah, room shakes, and multiple spirits are summoned, and they start like menacingly moving toward the boys. Vanish for a moment. Sam gets ghost tossed. The boys run. There's exploding lights. The room is shaking. They barricade themselves in the cabin. Uh, Dean drops a line from Die Hard, I think. Yeah, come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. And then they, he turns around, and the cabin has no walls on the other side. Because, the wall is out because it's a set. Because it's a set. And Marty's having a little crisis over there. Marty's like, I can't believe ghosts are real. Dean's like, what makes you say that? <laughs> they look around, and they wait. And have, like, a little, like, okay, like, like, you know, working through, like, okay, well, how is Walter controlling them? Probably that magic amulet. Sam gets his camera phone out to, it's still, it's still a flip phone. Yeah. yeah. To look for ghosts for Dean, directing Dean where to shoot. Yeah, it's like, you know, film can pick these up, then maybe he points the phone out and uh, scans the room and ghost! He's like, Dean right there! Points. Dean shoots the ghost! Sam hands the phone off to Marty so that he can go after Walter. And Marty looks like he's having a fun time. Yeah. He's like, wow, he's this like, is exciting! This is like a video game or something. This is exciting! Yeah, hey, handsome man, shoot the ghost in the phone right there! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marty's like still kind of like, so there's an afterlife. Okay. And Dean's like, yeah, there's an afterlife. It's mostly just a pain in my So then Sam walks over to Walter and he's like, it's over, Walter. Now give it to me. They're like on the roof or outside, maybe somewhere. They were running on rafters and then they were outside. Sam somehow got ahead of Walter and was like waiting there for him. And yeah, Sam's like, it's over. And then Walter just smashes the amulet on the ground. There, no no one can have it. And Sam's like, I would not have done that if I were you. I would not say such things if I were you. (laughs) (laughs) And Sam's just like, no, oh, no. (laughs) 
he's like, and, then, and he's like, yeah, but why not? And Sam's like, well, you just freed them. He's like, Walter, we can't stop them now. You brought them back. You forced them to murder. They're not going to be very happy. Murder. <gasps> Judas. And he's like, yeah, they're not going to be very happy with you. And Walter's still like, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, like, Walter, you're not getting this. No, bud. Walter falls to the ground screaming. Blood starts to just appear on his back. Marty and Dean show up. And Marty, Marty holds up the camera phone. And we see the ghosts just tearing him apart. Our next scene. One of our actor girls, one of our blonde girls, is uh, holding up a phone and scanning the cabin set. And she's like, there! The, and they're, the filming is in progress. And yeah, they're ju- they've just taken the scene we just did and are now making it into the movie. The sexy blonde girl yep. is directing Guy with Shotgun. Yep. And uh, and she's like, I don't understand. Again. <laughs> <laughs> How come the spirits appear in the camera phone? He's like, well, the video must pick up their frequencies in a way that our eyes can't. Oh my god. And then McG's like, cut! Print that one! It's in the movie! He's like, loved it. Kids loved it. And Sam's st- standing next to Marty and he's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> Are you serious? He's like, you find out that there's an afterlife and this is what you do with it. And Marty's Marty's like, I need a little jazz on the page. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> so our next bit is we're on the ex- you know exterior lot outside of Tara's trailer, which is rocking and squeaking. The door opens. Out walks Dean, putting his jacket on. Tara is standing there in a bathrobe, leans in the doorway. And, and so this is just like just as like Sam walks up. Pretty quick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. Just as just because it's just just, 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 just Sam Sam, <laughs> Sam walks up and Dean walks out. All right. All right. And. Or maybe they're doing... <laughs> they're doing what, what we would do in the van when oh, you guys are shaking out. it. <laughs> just Physically, shake. like, bleeding like, from one side head. to the other. <laughs> and hold on, wait. How much can we shake, shake the car? And <laughs> make it bounce up wait. and down. Dad's like, wait, your sister's coming. Shake the car! Shake the car! <laughs> shake the car! Shake the car! <laughs> <laughs> we do that waiting for mom in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's 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 break the car's shocks. Let's shake. I like that version a lot more. Oh, 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 oh. Quick, Sam is coming. Shake, 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 shake the trailer. Shake. Now, quick, put your shirt on. Like something like we were just doing something. Yeah, let's make it look like that. So Tara standing there says to Dean, "You're one hell of a PA," and he's like, "Thank you," but he's, in like he's a, a little <laughs> thank you. So there's a little a little shy, yeah. a little like a, like oh thank you. And Tara's like, "Hi," at Sam, and he's he looks away very embarrassed. The boys leave. Dean grabs grabs a sandwich passing on a tray. As Tara watches them leave, the boys walk off toward a sunset flat that moves for them to walk pa- by it. I thought they were gonna walk into <laughs> it. I know, I thought they were just gonna really, walk straight into I the I really set. wanted them I really wanted them to be to, to walk bump in, into it. Into oh, the, oh, 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 shoot. Oh, oh. Turn around and go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been such a funny ending. But no, it moves away, it wheels away for them as they walk by and Dean says, God, I love this town. What? Why? What? <laughs> Just what? because he just, just fucked Tara, I guess. Then the episode ends. What do we think? I like it. I like this one. I think it had some problems. Yeah, I think it had a lot of problems. I really liked Tara, though. I liked Tara, and I liked that Dean got to have some fun. Yeah, and, and he got to, like, actually be normal for a He got to a have, like, a sense of community, and he got to eat some free food, which is always nice, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might, my notes coming up out, out of this episode are, like, yeah, Dean, given just, like, the slightest chance, like, you know, little, little, little grass 
grasp abnormalcy thrives. Yeah. Give him just a normal job and he can pick it up real quick and just fit in mm-hmm. and live a normal life. It's entirely possible for him to do that. And he does really well. Overall, the actual like monster of the week ghost part of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool right. makeup design. Cool makeup design. The makeup design in this episode was excellent. Yeah. The actual like the soundstage spooky forest set was pretty was, cool. Was, yeah. was, was good. Yeah. It was uh, well done and pretty cool. How Thick we- enough forest for it to look like you're like in an actual forest for yeah. a minute. Like, yeah. you know, like if you look past it, you can still see the director, but like it's not like really sparse. You know, it's like a fairly thick little forest. That yeah, no, made. It was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I liked the one scene when Dean and Sam are like sitting at a picnic table and like people are painting. Yeah, you see background. people painting sets in the background. That was kind of fun. Yeah, so I, there, there were a lot of some like fun atmospheric things about the setting. Yes. I don't know. And like it being a busy set and everyone's walking around working and... Not not that these episodes are always bad when they do like a self-indulgent, self-referential jokey joke for us kind of thing. That's not to say that those episodes are bad. Just we are in season two. Yeah. And we've had a long run of filler episodes with really no connection to a major plot arc. And this was episode 18 of 22. Yeah, you'd think you'd be coming back to the plot Uh, toward the end of the season to like wrap things up or to like start like new like a new version of the arc for the next season, you know? And and, and I think like that's and that, like in the next couple episodes, I think that's what we're going to get. And right. I think the tone is going to be jarringly different. Yeah. Great. I, I just like, I don't know, like, I don't know like, like when in the run of the show, this episode was filmed. If they like made this episode and just like st- had to stick it in somewhere. Right. It, it just, it feels like it just, it feels like they just made this extra episode and decided mm-hmm. to throw it in the season. It doesn't really feel like it fits. No. It doesn't really add anything to the lore necessarily. No. It doesn't, other than it demonstrates that Dean is perfectly capable of living a happy and healthy normal life. Yeah. And thriving in a different work environment. Mm-hmm. Eh, it was okay. Yeah. Some of the jokes were kind of funny, but mostly they, it just felt really this is for them. Yes. And it and did, like, as I had said before, like, it just, the entire, almost the entire episode, I was just, like, ready to be embarrassed. Yeah. And if I had not been, if, if I had not remembered the episode yeah. and like, already knew it was going to happen. I can absolutely see that take and being so worried for Dean. Yes. I was like, he's going to embarrass himself. It's going to be so sad. And they're going to hurt him on purpose. Yes. Hmm. Because they're going to bully him. I can absolutely see that. But that didn't happen. No. And he did. Like, he he, he turned it around and, like, actually talked to Tara and it wasn't bad. Like, I love Tara. I really like Tara, but I think I was a little bit biased because I was mostly just distracted by how pretty she was. Mm -hmm. She (laughs) was very pretty. She was a lovely young lady. And she had such a deep voice. I don't know what there's. Yes, I, I really like yeah, her that was scream. Different. Her scream wasn't shrill. No. Yeah, no, that was different. It was different for our leading the lady. First, the first time that she spoke, I was like, oh, I was a bit surprised by how deep her voice was. Not in a bad way. Or no, anything. yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and her eyes were very pretty. Yeah. So join us next time for season two, episode 19, Folsom Prison Blues. After hearing about a ghost that has been killing off prison inmates one by one, Sam and Dean decide the best way to investigate is from the inside. Very loosely remember this one. The, the 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 screen cap on the um, on the episode description is Sam and Dean in uh, Prison Orange. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is what we can expect for next time. Okay. 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 So join us next time for season two, episode nineteen. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia, and I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruff Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at 3IdgetsPod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing 3IdgetsPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.